Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mindful Manager Podcast. My name is Art Burns. I'm your host, and I am very grateful for the opportunity to be here with you today to share some uh, some really um, some some important thoughts. First of all, about um, about what's going on with us, you know, both physically, uh, mentally, and emotionally, uh, but also to to share with you some practices, some very basic uh, and and very very helpful practices that can get us through these uh, these times, um, especially now with, with what's going on, uh, but even under normal circumstances, that what I offer here is is solu- is um, practices that can become a solution to to uh, to your quest for you know emotional intelligence, for stress reduction, and for for just the ability to be present with with everything you're doing. And and when we're present with everything that we're doing, there's plenty of science that tells us that that we're more you know, we're more happy. And and when we're more happy, we're less stressed. And when we're less stressed, we're more effective, we're more optimized for what it is that we want to accomplish in our lives. And so it, it really does bring me a great honor and an enormous amount of gratitude to be able to to come here and sit down and, and share this information with you all. And so so the reason why I normally I just say I'm, I'm happy to be here, but today I'm using the word grateful. And the reason for that is because I want to talk about gratitude today. Um, you know, last week I was talking a lot about acceptance right and how you know how the ability to accept what is going on in in our world right now and in our lives right now uh, is the first step to to being able to uh, sort of sidestep the the you know the the sort of um, reactivity that might come along with what's happening right and the you know perhaps the anxiety and the depression and the and all kinds of other you know kind of scary uh, emotions that might accompany um, you know not just you know not not only just any time in our lives but specifically what's going on now right because as we all know you know these are not normal times right where you know if you if you're daring to to watch the news then you're probably getting very uh worried and very um you know depressed and and anxious and everything like i just said uh but even not watching the news which i try not to quite frankly i mean i'll keep it you know i'll keep tabs here and there uh but but generally i try not to dwell on it you know um uh you know doing so is only going to you know increase the negativity that that we're we're experiencing right and i'm going to get to that in just a second but um but but yeah if we're if we're watching the news or even if we're on social media or if we're um just even you know just even without all that stuff you know right now we're under tremendous amounts of pressure right we're sitting here we're inside we're you know we're we're you know, maybe a little worried about, you know, when this is going to end, how this is going to end. Um, you know, maybe we're worried about our finances. Maybe we're worried about, um, you know, our family members. You know, maybe some of us have older family members like like I do. You know, I have parents who are in their mid-70s. They are in that just prime area for, for the high risk, you know. And, um, and there's very little I can do for them. You know, they live, you know, nearly 2000 miles away from me. So, uh, so there's, there's a lot of worry to go around right now, you know, a lot of it. And, and if, you know, and it's, it's not so much to say, you know, don't worry about any of this stuff, right? Cause, cause, you know, not, you know, ignoring the worry and ignoring the things to worry about is not really healthy either, right? Like, like this is never about, you know, denying something that's happening, right? It's never about ignoring something that's happening. You know, what we're trying to do with these practices that I tell you about and, and the, the concepts that I discuss here in this podcast, what we're trying to do is we're trying to sort of process these things in a way that doesn't, you know, 
overly, you know, uh, cause us, it causes an undue amount of anxiety and stress in our bodies, right? Which, which is to say, um, simply, you know, not ignoring it, but, but also not, you know, not necessarily, you know, worrying about things that we can't change, right? That's kind of more, more the, the uh, concept here, right? And that's, and that's where acceptance comes in, right? Like, like there are only things that, there are only some things that you can change, right? And, and only when you accept what is going on, can you even think about, you know, changing those things anyway, right? So the idea is to, is acceptance, right? And that's what I was talking about a lot last week, you know, and this is a really, really important uh, step in, in being able to handle what's going on. And, and whether that's what's going on now or, or even once everything does return to some form of normal, whatever normal is going to be at the other side of this thing, um, you know, when things do, you know, kind of regulate back to some sort of uh, semblance of normality, you know, you're still, acceptance is still a very, very important thing, right? Because um, acceptance, again, it's it's not just when things are going bad, but just when anything is going on. Accepting it is the first step to being able to change things and to be able to, to you know, process things in a way that, that can affect change and that, that can also allow us to learn from things that are going on, right? Because when you're in the stress response, your body has no, your brain and your body has no interest in learning anything. Your brain and your body are trying to do one thing and one thing only, and that is to survive what is threatening them, right? And that's just the way it is, folks. There's no no other way to put that, right? Um, and so so when we allow ourselves to get into the anxiety and the stress that, that some of these uh, circumstances might cause us, and again, not just during the coronavirus outbreaks, but, but during any time in our lives, right? Um, when we allow ourselves to get the, that stress response in our bodies, you know, it's never, never a good thing. It's never going to be positive for us. And it's never going to allow us to learn from our, our experiences so that we don't repeat them again. And that's where patterns start happening, right? And speaking of patterns, um, this is another great segue. Thank you very much. Um, uh, and these are not scripted. Again, I want to be honest with you. I'm pretty proud of this one. So uh, so I just mentioned pa- patterns, right? And, and so one pattern that we all have in our lives and in our minds, I should say, in the process of our minds, right? One pattern that we all have is the negativity bias. Now, I've talked about this a lot here in the podcast. I talk about it a lot with my clients. I talk about it a lot with my family. I'll talk about it with anybody who will listen to me because this is a really, really important, um, an important factor in, in our lives and, and in, in how, uh, how everything kind of, you know, how we process the experiences that we have in the world, right? And so the negativity bias is something that is something that we all carry with us, right? There, there's no not, not a human alive that doesn't carry a negativity bias. Now, the reason why we have a negativity bias is because our brains are wired to survive, right? That, that's the only, at the end of the day, your, your brain does enormously complex and, and many different things for you, right? There's a lot that your brain does. In fact, there's almost nothing known to man that's more you know, complex and dynamic than the human brain, right? But at the same time, the the only thing that your brain is really trying to do at any given time is to keep you alive. That's the point of it, right? That's why you have an amygdala. That's why you have, you know, the the, the various circuitry in your brain that, that creates the stress response, right? Um, that, that starts the stress response anyway. Um, and so and so because of this, right, because of this wiring that we have to, to stay alive, our brains and our minds, you know, the process of our physical brains, like the, the mind, right, um, 
is is geared towards a negativity bias or it has a bias towards negativity right and and that's very simple it's a, it's a very simple concept the reason why this happens is because you know our our brains and our minds know that that the the things that are positive in our lives are not the things that are likely to hurt us in our lives right um you know beautiful bright sunny days and and you know you know wonderful smelling flowers, those aren't the things that are going to hurt us, right? Lightning storms and the smell of smoke, those are the things that are going to hurt us. So so our brains are always on the lookout and our minds are always on the lookout for those negative things because those are the ones that are likely to hurt us, right? So that's what's called the negativity bias. And in fact, I've talked here a lot about one of my, uh, I am such a geek for some of these neuroscientists that I talk about here on this podcast and in, in my work. Uh, but, but Barbara Fredrickson is one such um, uh, scientist. She's a psychologist. Uh, she's um, the head of psychology at a college that I don't recall the name of the college right now. I'm sorry about that. But Barbara Fredrickson, look her up, watch some YouTube videos of presentations she gives. She is absolutely wonderful. I mean, see Seriously, I just, I have nothing but love for this woman. I just really like, if, if, you know, I used to say that if I was, you know, when people ask that classic question of of name five people or name one person, you know, alive or dead, who you would want to have dinner with, you know, it used to be like a rock star or, or some, you know, world leader or something, some author or artist. Now it's, it's any one of these neuroscientists that I talk about and Barbara Fredrickson would be one of them for sure. Um, I would just hang on every single word that she had to say, but Anyway, uh, she has come up with a, uh, a, a, and it's not recent, it's pretty not, you know, maybe five, ten years ago or something like that at this point, uh, that she came up with a, uh, an actual ratio, okay, which she calls the positivity ratio, okay, which, which to her, in the research that she has done with another doctor, um, they found that, that we need three positive experiences to offset and balance out each single negative experience in our lives, right? So so what that means is, say on normal circumstances, right? Like say on a normal day where you're going to work and you're just going about your day, right? You could have two really great things that happen to you, things that, that are, you know, outstandingly, you know, positive and one negative thing that happens equally as, you know, equal negative to that positive, like not like, you know, like, okay, I had a good cup of coffee and, and uh, didn't have traffic going to work, but one of my colleagues died was the negative one. I'm not talking about that, like where it's an overwhelming, um, you know, weight to either of these equal, equal, equally uh, positive to negative, right? That if you have two positive and one negative, you're going to go home thinking that you had a bad day, right? That's the negativity bias. It's not to say that more negative things are happening to you than positive things. What it is saying is that you're paying more attention to the negative things than the positive things, right? So now there's a couple of really uh, important ways in which we can, um, you know, sort of neutralize this negativity bias, right? Uh, one of them that I talk about here is compassion, right? Because when we're when we're focused on on other people, you know, we tend to neutralize the the uh, the, the the effect of this negativity bias. But even more specifically, and and maybe more effectively in the short term, especially um, one way to really uh, you know neutralize this this negativity bias is through the practice of gratitude. Okay. Now, the reason for this is that gratitude is nothing more than simply paying attention to those things in your life which are positive. 
right? And that's what it is. So the more you can, more time you can spend paying attention to the things that are positive in your experience, the the less time you're going to pay attention to the things that are negative, and therefore you're going to start to balance out that negativity bias, right? Now that's not to say that that you're going to fake it, right? Like that's not the idea here, right? The idea is not to say like, okay, I'll just be grateful even though things suck, you know? <laughs> like right now, there, there's a lot of things to not be grateful for right now, right? Like I said, you know, people dying, you're not going to be grateful for that, right? <laughs> you know, being stuck in your house for weeks at a time, you're not going to be grateful for that. Um, you know, uh, you know, being, um, you know, what have you, being broke or, or, or not having toilet paper or something like that. These are not things that you're expected to be grateful for, right? However, when you practice gratitude, and I do mean practice it, okay, the same way I talk about practicing everything else in this podcast, right, when you practice on a day-by-day basis and, and form a habit and a skill around this gratitude, right, then, then what happens is you start to gain the ability to notice the or to, to find things even within the negatives that are happening, you find reasons for gratitude even within those things, right? That's the real magic that happens when you practice gratitude. But listen, it's not you're not gonna remember to do it, right? It's not like, you know, okay, art, I got it, I'll, I'm good, I'll just be grateful, you know, I'll just find things to be grateful for even while I'm sitting around the house, you know, and, and, and everything's terrible in my world. I'll, I'll find something to be grateful for. Thanks, Art, see ya. You you know, it's not going to work like that. Okay. It's really not. That's why you have to make it a habit. You have to make it uh, a skill that you develop that becomes so strong that it becomes a habit. It becomes automatic, right? Um, and the way to do that is to daily practice your gratitude. Okay. Now, I have meditations for this and I have a, a simple uh, instructions for a simple uh daily gratitude practice. I'm going to give you those tomorrow and Friday on our practice days, right? Uh, but but let me just explain to you what's going to happen, right? And if you want it sooner than that, you can certainly email me. But uh, but I, you know, I have the time slotted for that, so I don't want to give it away too soon. Um, but, but what's going to happen is that the way that this kind of works is that, you know, like I said, it's not about feeling grateful that you're stuck in the house, right? But when you get into the rhythm and the habit of of you know of, of practicing gratitude and noticing gratitude within your life and within your experiences you can start to think things like you know yes i'm stuck in my house but it means that i get to spend more time around my family you know um you know yeah my kids are are not um they're not doing schoolwork right now and and it's and it's frustrating but i can be grateful that they are having a, a very unique experience that they're going to take with them for the rest of their lives you know that that this disruption might be something very positive for them you know and these are the kind of things that i'm talking about right now again it's not going to apply to everything right like like you're not going to have anything to be grateful for for people you know for for reading about genocide in the news right there's no nothing positive about a genocide and there's nothing to be grateful for, you know? Um, so, so it's not to say like just finding the silver lining and put on a happy face, you know, it's not about that. And in fact, Barbara Fredrickson is very, very clear about that as well, that when we just try to convince ourselves to be positive and to just sort of, um, you know, like look at the bright side and stay on the sunny side of the street, you know, and that kind of stuff, right? It's very thin and it's very, um, you know, it, it's very fragile at that point, right? And it's not going to be 
sustainable. So, so instead, you know, what you want to do is you don't want to like, again, you're not looking to ignore the negative things happening to you. What you want to do is simply pay attention to the positive things to just increase, because again, remember the negativity bias does not mean that more negative things are happening to you. It means that you're just paying attention to those negative things, right? So what you're doing with gratitude is you're practicing paying attention to the positive things, right? So that you kind of even out that scale, right? I know I've repeated this, but I just want to be very, very clear um, because it's important not to think of it like, oh, you know, I'll just be happy and don't worry, everything will be all right, you know, because that's not how life works. It's just not. And and to do that, all you're going to do is you're going to set yourself up that one day, you know, you're going to, you, it's going to crack and you're going to really get bummed out, you know, by the, by the negative things that are happening. So it's much more healthy and much more adaptive to, to kind of embrace some of those negative things and all of those negative things. But but not, you know, and instead of pushing those away, just simply realize that there's a ton of positive things too, right? Like like generally speaking, if you're a relatively happy person, then then you already have three positive experiences to one negative experience, right? But but people who are, you know, kind of well, well I guess what Barbara Fredrickson said is that most normal people, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes that you can't see in my head in my uh in my room here. Um, but when, when normal people, like people who have just sort of average, you know, levels of happiness, right? Most of them are operating at daily on a two to one basis, right? Where they have two positive experiences to one negative experience. So they're still below that line, right? People who deal with depression and, and, you know, emotional issues, they're at maybe a one to one, Right. So they're they're feeling like, you know, like they have, you know, one positive experience to every negative experience. So they are, you know, constantly down below that line where where they always feel a little bit, you know, depressed and and not not happy about things. Right. So so the the idea is to just find those positive things to bring yourself up to that level. And once you can do that, then you will start to feel better and and the world will look not so dismal to you and you'll be able to, you know, in this this new view of the world, you'll be able to function properly and and accomplish things that you never thought you were able to accomplish before. All right. So again, I'm going to send, I'm going to, I have a couple of practices tomorrow. My, my guided meditation is going to be a gratitude practice that you can do first thing in the morning. It's a wonderful, wonderful practice given to me by my teacher. It's called gratitude for the heart for awakening. It's beautiful. And I hope you're going to love it. Um, and then, and then on Friday for informal practice, I'm going to simply tell you how to do a gratitude journal and just do this every single day, taking five minutes, less than five minutes, even two minutes out of your day. And um, and uh, and and practicing this on a daily basis so that you build this level of of you know of skill and and habit, which then builds a resilience to the negative things that are happening. You know, and especially again, remember. I'm saying that this is under even normal circumstances, right? That this negativity bias, the ratio happens, right? But now there are so many more negative things than positive things happening in most of our lives. So now more than ever, this kind of practice is something that can be a lifeline for you to get through what we're going through here. All right. So, so make sure you check out these episodes. And again, if you want this 
earlier. If you want me to send this to you sooner, all you got to do is email me. Okay, just send me an email at art at artburnscoaching.com. And if you would like to talk to me about any of this stuff and get like a real back and forth conversation going uh, so that I can help you understand these things in a deeper level, then book a call with me. And it's very simple to do that. Just go on my website, artburnscoaching.com. Click on the the, uh, uh, free phone consultation uh, banner there. It is free. It is a phone consultation. There will be no pushiness. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm trying to help you understand some of this stuff, okay? But if what you want to talk about is getting into one of my programs, either a one-on-one or a group coaching program to to help you to get some of these things in your life on a more aggressive uh, sort of uh, uh, pace, then, then we can talk about that, all right? And I can tell you how it's probably much more affordable than you think it might be. All right, everybody, have a great day. Uh, Stay safe, stay sane, and wash your hands. (laughs) I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to it, and I wish you well. Take care. Bye-bye.